A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. I want a bachelor. Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is the game, game of roses. roses. Welcome to, to the, the game, game of roses. roses. Tonight is going to be a long and hard night, but we love that. Need to remember to have fun. So let's cheers to Matt tonight. And for her to be getting a whole day in me having literally zero. I feel like she has a major head start on everyone here. Maybe it was time to shake things up a bit. He was positioning himself over her, raising her hips to meet his. With one hand, she cupped his buttocks. (laughs) With the other, she reached down to feel him against her thigh. Ladies, for those of you who do not know, allow me to introduce 
Ashley, I. She actually met her husband on the show, Jared. You may be wondering why uh, you just heard all that. <laughs> That's because there's a very important writer, and his name is Chris Harrison. What was your entrance? I told them I wanted to make up for less, like, last time. And then I made out with them. <laughs> so. That's farther than I've been with him, so. Brittany interrupted me to make out with Matt. Floor. Slut whore. That really pissed me the f off. Literally everything was going amazing. Literally. I am the perfect person to be his wife. But then these losers create these problems when everything is fine. I don't want to feel this annoyed. But I am. Ugh. Hold on. I'm gonna fluff my hair. I forgot who I am for a second. I had a weak bitch moment, but I'm back. I'm friends with Hannah, and I knew Matt was, like, knew Hannah, but I didn't think anything of it when Hannah brought him up and said, like, you would be a great match. But, like, the more I learned about him, the more I thought, like, it could be a potential match and that I wanted to meet him. You're just bachelor hopping. I connect with you in a way that I've never connected with anyone before. And so I do want you to know that, like, after you meeting my family, um, I knew that I was going to take my emotions to a whole different level. And I was ready for that. Um, and I can say that I am falling in love with you now. That makes me so excited. And it's so scary. But it's so genuine and it's so real. You know, looking back, it's just kind of disappointing because you see me come in as this strong, confident, smiley girl. And in the first 24 hours, I was just completely tore down. Like, how are you going to intentionally do small things to like show the other person that you're still thinking of them or that you haven't lost that spark? And yeah. I hadn't thought about it like that. Love changes, love wilts, feelings change. Like, don't worry, love ends? I mean, what kind of greeting card is that? Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and it's Monday. So you already know what this is going to be. A very special deep dive into something in Bachelor Nation that is going to be fully available on our Patreon. Thank you for joining us. This episode is incredibly important. We are going to be going through the top 10 takeaways from the recently concluded historic season 25 of our beloved game, Matt James's season of The Bachelor. And there were no shortage of things to put in this top 10 <laughs> list. It became kind of more like a top 15 list. We are going to stick to 10, but we will have some notable uh, honorable mentions at the end of this, as well as our season-long awards to give out to the MVPs of the season, the plays of the season, the Jorge Moreno bystanders of the season, the heirs of the season, and of course, the creatures of the season. <laughs> Which one of them strutted their stuff the best? You'll have to wait till the end of the episode to find out. <laughs> For me, there was a clear winner. I'll just say that. I had a clear winner as well. <laughs> Spoiler alert. There's a clear winner. <laughs> But 
We are now going to begin this examination of Matt James's season. And before we dip into the top 10 takeaways, these are the most important things that came out of this season. We want to set it up a little bit with some context for when this season took place, what the world was like. No season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette exists outside of space or time, even though it can sometimes feel like that. But the historic season 25... Well, Especially if you're Kit Keenan. Indeed. <laughs> but the historic season 25 was certainly representative of the time in which it was shot. This is late October 2020 through December 2020. In May of 2020, George Floyd was murdered by Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis while being arrested for allegedly using a counterfeit bill. A horrific video of the murder, which took place over 8 minutes and 46 seconds, sparked immediate national outrage that led to the largest civil rights protests in the country's history, taking place in every major city nationwide, fueled by the Black Lives Matter movement. As we know, The Bachelor is a reflection of our American culture, and as cries for racial equality erupted across the country, Bachelor Nation responded with the Bachelor Diversity Campaign, an online movement that demanded the next Bachelor be black. With an online petition gaining momentum... And a growing number of Instagram followers, the producers and ABC rushed to announce that Matt James would be the next Bachelor on Friday, June 12th. This was four months before the upcoming season 16 of Bachelorette would even air its first episode, a season in which James was previously cast as a player. James was largely unknown to Bachelor Nation, except by the devoted fans who followed his social media play with best friend and male Instagram champion Tyler Cameron in the Quarantine Crew social media series. As the summer wound down, Racial tension in the country and an ideological divide were being exacerbated by the approaching presidential election in November, which was widely regarded as the most important election in modern history. And due to the COVID pandemic, social media use had increased to unprecedented levels, which elevated everyone's general anxiety, aggression, and adherence to tribalistic views on pretty much any topic that existed. So that is the world as Matt James <laughs> leaves it all behind to step into the bubble at Nemecolon to start shooting what is arguably the most important season in the history of Bachelor. He doesn't step into this role without the context and what unfolded the extreme levels of controversy were also in part due to this context. Certainly everything that was going on in the world at large was reflected in this season, and now we're just going to get into it. We're going to get into our top 10 takeaways from season 25. We are starting with number 10, counting down to number one, and the number 10 most important takeaway from season 25 was Victoria Larson. She had the strongest and most aggressive villain game we have literally ever seen. Literally. I use that word liberally because she did as well. You see what I did there? <laughs> I see it. <laughs> she had a talent. Thank you. She never relented in her all-out assault against any player who stood in her way. Both Marilyn Sienna and Sarah Trott fell to Larson's villainous schemes, and she was well rewarded by the producers who granted her a massive amount of screen time. She seemed willfully oblivious 
to how rudely her behaviors were being received, especially in the moment when she snatched the tiara off Catalina Morales's head when she entered the game late in full pageant queen taut. We have never seen a villain run like this, and I'm not sure that we ever will again. She took down herself, and she took down so many other players. She ended up, MJ ended up being taken down as well because she was seen as being an ally to Victoria Larson, as well as bullying the new players. Um, she was an extremely divisive figure and got a very high level of hate online. Not that that's unusual for a Bachelor villain, but... She also spread out into the kind of peripheral social media world in that video that emerged of Matt James playing golf with some of his friends, and one of his friends yeah. body shames her. And that became a whole thing that lived on social media as its own deal, where she then had a comeback where she said, I look good, you look like shit, basically, to the guy who was insulting yeah. her. And so she carried this kind of... Um, hyper-aggressive tactic, even into her social media career. Yeah, she was able to respond with photos of her with revealed bra straps because that was something that people were complaining about as well, is that she had a bra strap showing during one of the cocktail parties. Her villain play was just... It was so strong in terms of adhering to a I-will-never-apologize strategy. We have not seen anything like that. Usually when a villain starts to get called out... They can see the writing is on the wall and they're like, fuck, I got to c- pull this back a little. I have to tell the lead like, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> or I have to tell a player, sorry. Or, you know, it winds up being uh, kind of ascended into a two on one type scenario where it would be the producers kind of manufacture a rivalry around whoever the villain is at odds with the most. And then they wind up getting kicked out on a two on one or something. But here she just yeah. was 100 percent foot on the gas, never letting up. And I I don't know. I mean, I think it worked for her. I don't know that she comes away from this season with as much clout as she had, with as much attention as she got, if she doesn't do this. It really was a revolutionary villain style. She has 65.4K, so it's not that great. By the way, she has gone blonde. Update. Well, sounds like she might be getting ready for a little sand twixt the toes. Like, she has 65K Mm. now. She's definitely going to be in paradise. Like, there's no question about that shit. And who knows what she's going to be able to do there, but probably big things, I would imagine. If she brings that same attitude to paradise, can you imagine that shit? People are going to have drinks thrown in their face. People are going to be pushed into the waves by her. Like, (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) I... The only thing that makes me think she won't be in paradise is she got such a negative reaction from Bachelor Nation. I don't know if they would they would stand for it. Who? The producers? Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Nation ain't casting it, though. The producers are like, get her in here. Let's see how much shit she can fuck up. And then, like, who, what guys are going to date her? I'm she just fascinated. A love to watch this. story. <laughs> oh my god! She does a full 180. She becomes beloved by Bachelor Nation. She walks away Crystal with a Nielsen ring. Crystal Nielsen did it. Oh Crystal my god. Nielsen did oh it. God. She was a villain, and she got sand twixt her toes, and boom, she pivoted. She went full on goose mode. Got engaged, 
had the first ever Bachelor Nation divorce and now is producing Glitter Baby. Can you imagine Victoria Larson's Glitter Baby? Yes. The Queen Baby or the Tierra Baby. I don't know what she would call it, but... Well, let me ask you this. I know that we don't yet have all the guys from Katie's season. We we haven't seen their play. We only have some of their Instagrams and stuff, but they're going to be in that same pool for Paradise, possibly. But so are all the guys from Clarentasia season. Who among them do you believe is the <laughs> the romantic target the of Victoria Fuller or Victoria Larson? <laughs> I mean, if it were to be a villain, then she would team up with young Noah Herb. Interesting. I can see him on sand. He will. Him and Bennett will be on sand. Who else sand. was a villain? Bennett. Oh, yeah. Bennett. Oh, my God. Bennett's going to try to team up with Kit Keenan. Yeah, I agree. The Although New York... he's twice her age. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> God, this season <laughs> of Paradise is going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be... I can't wait. I just can't wait. Can you imagine? Like, is Hannah Sluss going to be there? We're getting way off topic here. <gasps> now, I'm just going into my fantasies about is Paradise. Is loose? Loose? <laughs> I can't. I have never been more excited for a Bachelor in Paradise season. I know. I know. Just because we're just going to get double the star power because we will have double the seasons leading into it. So we'll only be the most famous people. And you have this giant break from COVID. So anybody who does come from PP season is going to have this like aura of power, of validity that none of these other players have. Fucking Hannah Sloss and Madison Pruitt, if they show up, have one point whatever million Instagram followers. No one on sand comes close to that. Well, usually the newer players seem to have the power in Bachelor in Paradise. You think it'll be the vets, the VPs players. Yes. If it's the big ones. Interesting. I'm talking about top four. I'm talking about Victoria Fuller. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Kelsey Weir. I'm talking about the Sleuths. I'm talking about Madison Pruitt. If any of those players show up on sand, it's their beach. They do what they want. It's Victoria Fuller, and they bring in Chris Souls. If Chris Souls <laughs> leaves his farm in Iowa to feel the sand twix toes, I will shit my pants. Not literally. I could, There's no way Chris Souls does it. Will you run down a field shitting? Yes. <laughs> don't don't give away anything. <laughs> um. I, yeah, I mean, I want former crowns on sand. I want it to be all crowns. I want it to be all stars, baby. An all-crown sand would be fascinating. And they have enough players to Kufrin? do it now. Kufrin on sand, sign me up. Hannah Brown on sand, I guess would she has a boyfriend it? now. Sign me up. I don't think so, because I think once you get the crown, it's like you've ascended yeah. to the highest level. And I also don't think that... We've never seen a crown on sand, have we? No. I don't think the producers would do it because it taints their own brand. Mm, they want the bachelor and bachelorette to be above it. Yes. You can come from sand to acquire the crown. We've seen that, certainly. But it it doesn't go right. the other way. Or does it? Can it? I don't know. Look. Manifest it. <laughs> All right. Don't tell me to do it. I'll I do want it. Some, I want some crowns on sand. 
If you're a former Love crown it. and you're listening to this and you want about a million new Instagram followers, go to Sand. I've issued the uh, the declaration. We'll see if it manifests. Who else is going to... Okay. Well, I now I just want to talk paradise. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, Ivan? so our number 10 thing is Victoria Larson. Also, we're going to talk for 20 minutes about the upcoming season of paradise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that conversation is necessitated by the invoking Larson. No, it truly is. And I mean... That's something that you're always watching for in any of these seasons is what players are doing enough to get that invitation to sand. And Victoria Larson, I think beyond the shadow of a doubt, did enough. She was the most visible and aggressive villain of all time. That mm-hmm. gets you to sand, period. Even if you're just kind of a mild villain, you usually wind up on sand. Right. I mean, we've had night one girls. I think this may be the first paradise season with no night one guys, no night one girls. Mm. Just because they have so a, a rich pool of players from which they can pool. I mean, you're looking at four seasons. You could arguably go top six only from each of those seasons. And that's your paradise. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, some of those players are going to be in relationships or not want to do it. Maybe Kelsey but- Weir. Yeah, girl. If I get some Kelsey Weir, who juice upon sand? I mean, this could be the best season. I think it's going to be the best season of Paradise that's ever existed. I truly believe that. And there have been some really good recent seasons. I mean, not recent, but like the most recent seasons have been incredible. What players are doing on sand now, or what they did in the in BIP six, five, and six, really, is where it like kicked up a fucking notch when they started calling each other by their Instagram names. Oh, it's Deanie Babies. They understood what they were there for. Now, that shit is going to be. What if we have a Dini Baby's wedding on sand? I'll watch it. I mean, they've had weddings on Bachelor in Paradise the last couple seasons. Yes. Who can it be this season? Clail? When is Glitter Baby due? Raven and Adam? June? Do you think Crystal comes to deliver Baby Glitter here? Baby in Paradise? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think that signifies failure. They want mm. they want franchise couples. Yeah. So Raven and Adam or Kevin and uh, Astrid. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what this Paradise will bring? Uh Okay, so let's let's get back to the top 10 list now. Now we're moving on to the number nine most important thing that we took away from Historic Season 25. Uh, this is something we have never seen in the history of the game. 25 seasons, March 25th, 2002 to today, we have never seen anything like what number nine was. We have seen... Producer manipulation in every season. We have seen them try to destroy people's lives, but we have never seen anything like this. The number nine most important takeaway from season 25 is you're gonna wanna listen to the rest of this episode because it's 
almost two hours long, and we cover, obviously, <laughs> all of the most important stuff that happened this season, as well as give you our plays of the season, our errors of the season, our Jorge Moreno bystanders of the season, our MVPs of the season, and possibly most importantly, our creatures of the season. So... If you would like to listen to one of the greatest episodes that we've ever recorded, go to patreon.com slash game of roses to hear the rest of this episode. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash game of roses. And I found a bunch of other treasures this week in the pit that you will also have access to. I found a video what? that contains every Huju from season 25 ranked and rated. And I also found a weird video that's a behind the scenes look at how I make memes. Those were just laying in the bottom of the pit. And now they're there you for everyone them. to see. That's amazing. Them. That's how we find all the stuff in the bottom of the pit. It's just there. We unearth it and then we put it on the Patreon so everyone can see it. So please join us in the bottom of the pit it's the pit you can get it in and dig around in all this content it's the pit come on admit you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits it's the pit there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in it's the pit you can get it in Dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit Now you've heard me talk about quince on this program before I love quince. I am right now, head to toe, dressed in quince. I got their shirts, I got their pants, I got everything from quince. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from Get This. $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever. Unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. (laughs) I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do 
I want to make sure I have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with. That's why First Leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences, on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand-curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y. F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Try firstleaf.com slash roses. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.